mornings, I'm Chris Oaks, and coming up, with beds already at a premium, large-scale emergencies like this past weekend's tornado outbreak could push hospitals to the brink. How Blanchard Valley Health System is managing the latest COVID surge while preparing for the worst. Also this morning, Motor Trend calls it the most remarkable pickup we've ever driven. The Rivian R1T is changing the game in this segment as the 2022 Truck of the Year. It's getting to be Christmas crunch time. Innovation insider Steve Greenberg has some great gadgets and tech gift ideas for the people and pets you still have to buy for. And technology has a practical side too. We also have some gift ideas for the more down-to-earth folks on your list. This is the Good Mornings Podcast Edition for Tuesday, December 14th, 2021. Monkey Day today. Not not monkey around day, not monkey see monkey do day, just monkey day. Uh, honoring the animal, not the musical group. Monkey Day today. National Boulia Bays Day. It is Roast Chestnuts Day today, so to roast your chestnuts on an open fire. And it is free shipping day because this is pretty much the last day to order things for Christmas with uh, standard shipping and cross your fingers that they will actually get uh, get to you on time. Because who knows with the shipping delays and all of that that have been... Um, Talked about all season long, but traditionally this is the last, pretty much the last day to order things and get free shipping, which is the slowest shipping option. After today, you kind of have to pay for more expedited shippings. Something to keep in mind. Get to a crunch time here. Only about a, a week and what a week and a half until uh, until Christmas. Hard to believe. As you have been doing your holiday shopping, have you not been finding the kind of sales that you usually see this time of year? Particularly in the years since the Great Recession, you get the big deals on Black Friday and that first shopping weekend of Christmas right after Thanksgiving. And then a lot of people will wait until the very last minute to get those last minute sales where... Retailers are trying to clear out all that extra inventory that they ordered for the season and haven't yet sold. But uh, they're not there this year, these uh, big sales that we normally get at crunch time. The Washington Post reports that there are fewer of the holiday discounts shoppers have come to expect, and the discounts that are there are not as deep due to rising costs and this year's supply chain challenges. On top of that, they say... When it comes to buying online, companies are using more personalized pricing strategies. What does that mean? Personalized pricing strategies. Well, get this. Because they can track you, because they know what you have been looking at and thinking about, they can price a product based on your buying and browsing history. Now, the airlines have done this for many, many years. I don't know if you realize this. You're booking a flight and you look at a flight two or three times. The longer it takes to actually pull the trigger and book the flight, the price may go up. If you check on the flight too many times. And I know that this uh, this is true because you go on online and uh, you're, you're browsing flights for the holiday season or whenever. And uh, you go back a day or two later, the price goes up. You clear out the browser history uh, in your computer and you go back and, and check the flights. Again, the price sometimes comes back down to where it was before. So they track these things and price them accordingly. And now retailers are doing the same thing. So kind of interesting and uh, rather sneaky there. Some shoppers are passing up impulse purchases and non-necessities because the big discounts aren't there, being more deliberate about what they buy. Uh, One shopper told the Post, the deals are just horrible. They're just horrible. I'm looking at these discounts thinking, that's it? Well, never mind. And that's the other thing. We've kind of become soft in this country. (laughs) 
We expect big discounts. Of course, retailers know that too. And how often does that happen where a retailer will mark something up only to mark it down later so you think you're getting a deal? So don't be surprised we see uh, uh, a lot of that. None of these things, though, none of these practices, this price manipulation is necessarily illegal. What is illegal, of course, are the uh, holiday scams. FBI just issued a press release detailing all the ways, well, not all the ways, but several ways that consumers can protect themselves from seasonal shopping scams. Two of the most common scams are the non-delivery scams and non-payment scams. The first of these involves a transaction where a buyer sends the seller money but never receives the item. The second is where the seller ships out the item, but the buyer never sends the payment or provides a fraudulent payment. In both cases, consumers can avoid falling prey to these scams by using trustworthy sites and avoiding unrealistic discounts or offers. We're just saying there are not as many big discounts this year as there have been in the past. So some people have been falling prey to scammers who make it look like you're getting an incredible deal on something, and it turns out just to be a scam. So... If it seems too good to be true, it probably is. And this year, uh, big discounts are probably too good to be true. The FBI recommends regularly checking bank and credit card statements so you can deal with any fraudulent charges should they pop up. In addition, they say when it comes to making purchases, credit cards offer the most protection And that you shouldn't buy anything from a seller that demands cryptocurrency or wire transfers. So, obviously, and credit cards, uh, of course, while they do offer protection, there is a risk there of overspending for the holiday, end up spending a bunch of extra money in interest charges, trying to pay it off over the course. You could still be paying off this Christmas, next Christmas, so be mindful of that. If you're going to uh, buy something online, pay it with a credit card and then immediately go in and pay pay off your credit card. But uh, in any event, uh, perhaps the most important piece of advice, be sure to secure your financial accounts with strong passwords, which is all those things uh, apply, obviously, not just during the holiday season, but all year round. Some of the other uh, most interesting and buzzworthy stories to get your Tuesday morning started here. The U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics reports that at least 4.4 million people quit their job in the preceding months. Now, this was reported in September. The quits rate. They call it the quits rate. And it actually is a sign of a strong job market for workers. If people feel confident enough to quit their job knowing that they will probably get another one. They're not going to be out of work for a long time. So they are confident enough to quit their job. That is a good sign for the labor market, for workers anyway. So anyway, the uh, with the quits rate relatively high because of the uh, labor shortage, and people are right now confident, if I quit my job, I'll, there's another one out there. No big deal. That has given rise to a new TikTok trend. <laughs> it's they, They're calling it quit talks. Uh, that people are actually posting videos of themselves preparing for and handing in their resignation as it happens. <laughs> or recounting the story retroactively. Many of these posts include the hashtags quit my job or I quit my job. And some have received millions of views. Quit talks on TikTok. It's the big thing. Uh, on Twitter, too, multiple tweets have gone viral as people quit their jobs to follow a new career uh, or start their own business, what have you. Reddit has a subreddit called Anti-Work that has over a million members and has become a hub for people to talk about leaving their jobs. So this is kind of a cultural thing now. I thought that was really interesting. Quit talks. <laughs> they become the latest trend of people saying, we will video anything 
And similarly, the rest of us will watch anything on on TikTok. We'll even watch other people quit their jobs. I don't know. Uh, this is important stuff. This day's news of most lasting significance may be this. As Paul Harvey used to be fond of saying. December 22nd could become known as the day the universe changed, or at least the day our understanding of the universe changed. One week from tomorrow, Wednesday, December 22nd, NASA plans to launch the James Webb Space Telescope. It is the largest and most expensive instrument ever flown. It is 100 times more powerful than the Hubble telescope, which is now 30 plus years old. The Webb telescope, it says here, can see back in time all the way to the let there be light moment. That instant when the cold, dark universe ignited into billions of stars. That's what they say they'll be able to do. They'll be able to see all the way back in time. I don't know how this works. And this is way above my pay grade. But it says we will be able to see all the way back in time to the let there be light moment of the universe. How cool is that? Uh, That is next Wednesday, December 22nd. NASA will be launching the James Webb Space Telescope. It's actually my anniversary. I don't think they planned it that way, but it's interesting nonetheless. <laughs> um, or how about this? If that is a little bit too much for you to process, how about this? Uh, Brian McKenna has published a new book. It is all about how to beat the claw machines at your local arcade. <laughs> You know those claw machines where you can pick up a uh, stuffed animal or a toy or a prize of some kind? And they're really tough. And uh, a lot of people believe it's just a big ripoff. Mr. McKenna says the machines are absolutely rigged, but the right technique can allow anyone to beat them. And he should know. He was the maintenance person in charge of all of the claw machine, uh, all of the claw machines at Six Flags Amusement Parks. And uh, he has published a 26-page tip book on how to beat the claw machine. (laughs) Uh, I don't know the title of the book, but I would imagine it's available online as an ebook download. So I I would guess if you go to Amazon and search uh, the name Brian McKenna, M-C-K-A-N-N-A, Brian McKenna, and Claw Machine, you'll probably uh, find the book. So... So you have this day's news of most lasting significance is either the new space telescope that can see all the way back to the beginning of time or the new book about how to beat the claw machines. You you decide. You decide which of those is the most important news of the day. Some of the most interesting and buzzworthy stories to get your Tuesday morning started. WFIN News. I'm Matt Demchek. The WTOL 11 first alert forecast, partly to mostly sunny today with a high in the low 50s, partly cloudy skies tonight with a low around 40. Ohio Task Force 1 is on a mission to help tornado victims. Ohio's elite search and rescue team is in western Kentucky helping with rescue efforts there. Spokesman Phil Sinaway says it's a big effort. We take 45 team members. That includes search specialists, um, medical specialists. We'll take an emergency room doc with us. We also take transportation and logistics folks. And then we take canine search teams. The task force is designed to be deployed for two weeks, but it's unclear how long they'll be helping out due to the extent of the damage from those tornadoes. Get more on the relief efforts on our website. You might see some emergency vehicles responding to and parked outside of Findlay City School buildings on Wednesday. The school district will be holding a district-wide emergency drill and practicing lockdown procedures. You know, we hope we never have to use these skills or, uh, that, that we're going to learn or, or these lockdown situations, but uh, we always want to be prepared because keeping our students and staff uh, safe is our number one priority. That's Superintendent Troy Roth. Get more on the emergency drill on our website. An animal shelter in northwest Ohio received a very generous gift. Some are calling it a Christmas miracle. 
The Fulton County Humane Society in Wauseon had to move out of its building by the end of December after it was sold. A GoFundMe page has raised $27,000 of its $200,000 goal. But with time running out, shelter manager Stephanie Moore tells WTOL-TV in Toledo that an anonymous donor came forward and donated an entire building in Archbold that is twice the size. Moore says words cannot express the appreciation they feel. Dave James, I'm winning news. The Hancock Regional Planning Commission says the Ohio Department of Development has set aside $500,000 for Hancock County to direct towards the demolition of commercial and residential buildings as part of the state's new building demolition and site revitalization program. People who have a structure they would like to have demolished and meets the criteria can get a hold of the Hancock Regional Planning Commission. We have their contact information and more details on the program on our website. Get more news online anytime at WFIN.com. Our cover story this morning, coming up tomorrow, Blanchard Valley Health System will be hosting another in a series of Facebook Live events that they have done throughout the course of the pandemic. This one on the subject of the impact of the rising COVID-19 cases within our community. And among the senior staff scheduled to take part in that uh, webinar, that Facebook Live event, is Dr. Renee Smith, the newly named Chief Medical Officer at BVHS. And uh, Dr. Smith is with us this morning. You have only been on the job uh, about a month here. There's nothing like jumping feet first into the fire, I guess. That's correct, um, and thank you for having me this morning. Yes, I've been uh, in Finley a month uh, as of today, um, <laughs> and in the new role uh, just less than that. Um, I started on November 15th, uh, but very excited to be here and, and working with such a great team. Now, this is a term that most people have heard before, but what exactly is the role of a chief medical officer. Explain what it is that you do within the structure of Blanchard Valley Health System. Sure, I'm happy to. So the chief medical officer is really that physician's voice um, as the organization is putting together strategy uh, and uh, sort of the physician liaison with the administrators as we go through that process. Um, I'm then able to sort of uh, deliver to that strategy and work with the medical staffs of the hospital uh, the ambulatory physicians and advanced practice uh, providers uh, to make sure that we're implementing to our strategies, delivering the best care to our patients in the right locations of care. Obviously, this role is especially important in the context of the pandemic. If there is ever a time that everyone needs to be on the same page with respect to best practices and coordination of care and so on, it's right now. You're exactly right. Um, This is also a time for us to start thinking outside the box and moving some strategies forward that might have been sort of back burners. An example would be telehealth and telemedicine. Mm -hmm. Um, So so not only is it continuing the great best practices and efficiencies that we've put in place, but it's also looking sort of to some of the future strategies and bringing those forward a little sooner than anticipated. Which is not to say, and as we talk about implementing best practices and coordination of care, it's not to say that that hasn't been the case until a month ago when you came on the job. I don't want to give that the impression that that's not been there previously. But one of the things that we have been hearing is that the hospital has been running at or near capacity. I imagine this kind in this kind of scenario, that efficiency becomes maybe your best line of defense, if you will, against, you know, being overwhelmed because from the very beginning of the pandemic, we've heard we don't want to overwhelm the system. And obviously, you know, making sure that you're doing things as efficiently and the best practices across the board is one way you prevent that. Yeah, certainly. You're exactly right. I came to this organization a month ago, and there is a really strong foundation of great work already in place, great quality, great best practices in place, good care, uh, and great, excellent care being delivered throughout the the health system here. Uh, So really, it's just a matter of uh, we want to go from excellent to exceptional. You know, we we constantly want to strive, you know, to to be the best. and certainly during uh, this pandemic, it's important uh, that we find all of those uh, tricks to ensure that we have good throughput, patients are getting the right care, they're getting it in the right location of care, 
um, and that they're receiving care. We know with the first surge um, that patients weren't receiving the care they needed uh, for other illnesses and diseases, um, and we don't want to have that happen again. So it's really important for us to be able to care for both our COVID and non-COVID populations during this time. Um, and making sure that we're doing all of the right things uh, to make that happen. That That is such a, a good point, and it really speaks to, you know, part of the, the challenge that you obviously have uh, the COVID uh, pandemic and the, the COVID cases to deal with, and that is what's in the headlines and front and center and everybody's consciousness. You have all of these other things uh, that uh, you you have to deal with as well. Accidents don't stop. Uh, heart attacks don't stop. You know, these uh, sorts of things uh, are obviously also uh, very uh, critical. So, you know, having to make sure that you can manage COVID-19 while Uh, taking care of all of the other health needs uh, in the community as well. Exactly right. Again, during that first surge, a lot of people were staying at home, so travel was a lot less. So We were seeing less emergencies, uh, less need outside of uh, what COVID was bringing to our doors. All of that has changed, and now um, people are out and about. So Mm -hmm. we are seeing those unfortunate incidences that come with car accidents, etc. And we are... Uh, ready uh, to take on the needs of the community as it pertains to delivering great health care. And and that's wonderful for our organization. Just to uh, interject, and folks will remember uh, back in that uh, first wave for a time, uh, elective surgeries were put on hold uh, so that uh, the covid surge could be managed probably we don't want to get back to uh that uh, uh situation again as well you talk about the role of uh liaison is the word you use between uh administration and clinician and that actually that works both ways uh implementing the administrative needs and best practices is one part but then also bringing the perspective of the clinicians and the frontline workers to the administration I would think is equally important at a time when so many of those frontline healthcare workers are so very stressed and have an especially tough job to do. Well, that is the role. Um, it's to ensure that the the clinician voice is is heard and understood. Uh, the situation on the front lines is heard and understood as we're delivering the strategy. Um, you know, but our team is uh, resilient. Uh, we have a, a wonderful team, and, and they're handling this well. Um, and uh, I'm really proud uh, to be a part of this organization. So we mentioned the Facebook Live event that will happen tomorrow uh, on the impact of the rising COVID-19 cases within our community. Tell us a little bit about this uh, event that will happen tomorrow. Yeah, so this is going to be my first. I understand this has been uh, something that Blanchard Valley Health System has done uh, throughout the pandemic um, to get information out to the community. So really excited to experience it myself for the first time. Uh, so myself, Dr. Coase, and uh, Myron Lewis, uh, CEO of Blanchard Valley Health System, will be sitting down and really taking questions from the community to make sure that uh, people who are out there still having questions about what to do, what's the right thing, uh, can hear from us, uh, you know, uh, some of the research, some of uh, the understanding of uh, the vaccine, uh, where we're at with COVID as it relates to um, the rise in cases both in our communities uh, as well as in the hospital, um, as well as some of the, the new variant conversation that's going on. Now, at my understanding, this will happen at noon tomorrow. Is that right? On the uh, Blanchard Valley Health System Facebook page. That's correct. Okay. So uh, something to uh, check out and obviously will be there uh, to replay if you can't be uh, with him during the, the live event. Uh, it will be uh, posted there uh, as well. And uh, I, I have to ask, uh, you may be new to this position uh, but you are very experienced in the field of healthcare. Is this the the most challenging thing that you have ever had to, to deal with this pandemic? Um, yeah, I've been in uh, healthcare for over fifteen years, and in my experience, this is this is the most challenging. I did have a colleague of mine in my prior organization, however, who experienced uh, the AIDS epidemic mm. uh, very much on the front line and firsthand. And he likened uh, this pandemic to that, 
where he was seeing young people dying and there wasn't a lot that could be done at the time, right? Yeah. Because we were just learning about that disease yeah. um, as it came. So so he had a different perspective um, and and I respected it and, and appreciated mm. that. But certainly for me, um, for my time, this is the most challenging thing um, that I've had to face in my career. And I... I'm- just as a sidebar, I noticed in your uh, biography, you uh, have a degree in uh, microbiology and immunology. Uh, that certainly can't hurt in a situation like this. <laughs> you know what? It's it's interesting how things come back around. Um, I uh, a little geeked out about the virology. Um, behind, in that respect, yeah. Uh, you know, coronavirus, um, going back to my undergraduate uh, days. Yeah, um so there is a, an underlying interest in it from that perspective as well. Absolutely. Again, uh, Dr. Renee Smith, the newly named Chief Medical Officer at Blanchard Valley Health System. She will be among the uh, senior staff scheduled to take part in that uh, Facebook Live event tomorrow on the impact of the rising COVID-19 cases within our community. We've got a link up on our webpage for more information about it. Dr. Smith, thanks very much for taking the time. We appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Have a great day. So Motor Trend calls it the most remarkable pickup we've ever driven. The Rivian R1T is their truck of the year. And joining us once again is Motor Trend's head of editorial, Ed Lowe. And uh, Ed, like the uh, Lucid Air that was uh, named Car of the Year last month, this is raising all kinds of eyebrows for many of the same reasons. Why the Rivian R1T? Well... We're proud to announce Rivian R1T as Motor Trend's 2022 Truck of the Year. And uh, yeah, uh, like our car, the year selection, really a game changer for the automotive industry, in particular uh, for the truck industry, which is you know the largest segment of vehicles in America. Right. Uh, people love their pickup trucks. Uh, I'll tell you, this is the first mass-produced electric truck to hit the U.S. market. And the most remarkable, as you said, the most remarkable pickup truck we have ever driven it's really important to think about it as like part truck, part sports sedan, uh, you know, off-road. It's incredible. 835 horsepower, 908 pound-feet of torque, all through a four-motor, four-wheel drive system. So hmm. it's, it's basically unstoppable off-road. And then on-road, having this, this, all that torque available at zero RPM and a fancy torque vectoring system means it outhandles any other pickup truck on the road. Uh, very, it challenges a lot of sports cars, actually, in the way it drives. Hmm. Um, and then and then inside, it's like a luxury car. So it's got this beautiful interior. It's got vegan leather. It's got beautiful wood. And then uh, all the infotainment, the high-technology stuff you'd, you'd want to see, touchscreen displays, uh, you know, active safety features, over-the-air software updates, so this thing will get better over time. And then the real capper, 314 miles of all-electric driving range, in a vehicle this capable. That's why the R1T is our truck of the year. Now, like uh, Lucid with the car of the year, Rivian is a manufacturer that many people will not be familiar with. So tell us a little bit about the, the background of this automaker. Right. So Rivian is not a household name yet. Uh, it is. It was founded in 2009 and it's headquartered in uh, Southern California. It, um, it you know, it launched its first vehicle, uh, the R1T. It announced it back in 2018. Uh, and it's got a great story. Made in the USA. They're actually made in normal Illinois. Hmm. And uh, they, they started selling uh, these pickup trucks, sorry, delivering these pickup trucks in uh, September of this year. No, I think this may kind of be the same question that we asked about the car of the year as well. This is not the only... Uh, electric truck uh, out there or hybrid electric truck or all the major players in this segment are going in this direction how is this one a game changer for the truck segment kind of break this down for us right so yes there have been hybrid pickup trucks before but this is the first uh, mass production electric truck to hit the market um, you know others have announced in fact we had the hummer uh, hummer ev SUT, so they had their truck out there, but, uh, you know, Rivian delivered their vehicles first, so technically they're the first to market, and they're also the first to come out with a four-motor electric system, and that's actually a really big deal. There have been plenty of electric vehicles out there with one or two motors. Their Tesla has one with three motors, but Rivian is unique in putting an electric motor basically at each each one of the four wheels, 
gives it tremendous capability on road and off. And uh, this is our first electric truck of the year. We've been giving out the award for a long time. Mm-hmm. And as you noted, we gave a, we gave Lucid Car of the Year last month. This is uh, the first time we've given car and truck of the year to electric vehicle manufacturers. And they're both newcomer startups. Well, yeah, that was the other thing. They're, they're, they're both newcomers, which also is a first. And uh, this, I, I, I think, and I think the, the general uh, thinking among many enthusiasts is that electric vehicles in the truck segment are going to be a harder sell than electric vehicles in the automotive or sedan market. Would you agree? Is this going to take some uh, a little bit more time to to catch on with this segment? You know, I would say maybe. Right. It. It. You have to look at the use case. Um, is this the truck for everybody? Uh, all use cases, like the rancher, the long hauler, right? Uh, the guy who's, who's interested in a in a in a, a work truck they can beat down. Look, it's got 314 miles of range. It can tow 11,000 pounds, uh, 1,700 pounds of payload, 900 pound-feet of torque. So it can definitely tow and haul. And do the job. Um, and do the job. But that's that's also, it, you know, but being a work truck or being a rancher's truck is not exactly what I think Rivian had, had in mind. It has a relatively small bed, so you're not going to put uh, like a, a bunch of lumber. You can extend it, and it's, it's modular in mm-hmm. that sense. You can do, do different things. But if you wanted a work truck, you would uh, you would get probably something else um, a- a initially because this vehicle again has more of that outdoor off road lifestyle uh, pickup truck vibe going for it and um, yeah in that case I think it is very appealing if you think about uh, you know most truck owners should, should sort of audit what they do with it do they actually put a ton of stuff in the bed do they tow uh, a lot or are they mm-hmm. just interested in going off road or having a nice driving electric vehicle. Uh, R1T could be could could be the right one for them. This will also put uh, I, I would imagine put some pressure on the other players uh, in this segment. Again, similar to the car of the year, this is going to put pressure on the the Fords and the Chevys and the Rams and and such out there. What in what way do you see this as kind of upping the game for those other? established players to follow? Right. Great question. All of the traditional manufacturers are, I think, concerned about these upstarts, these newcomers, and and how quickly they're able to bring sort of world-class products to market. And the Rivian R1T is no different. Again, that four-motor system is unique, world-first. The capability is stunning. I think a lot of other truck manufacturers are dissecting it. Probably right now, they probably took have one that they're taking apart and trying to figure out how to engineer their truck. Similarly, and um, you know, they have advantages. You know, Ford has been doing trucks for a long time. They've been the longtime sales leader, so they have an installed uh, base of very loyal uh, customers. Mm -hmm. But the capability of this truck, the power, the torque. It, it probably gives uh, both the, the you know the Fords and GMs of the world pause, and maybe because their customers are probably very attracted to how unique uh, this vehicle is. And first mover advantage, you know, to be the first out there. We're still a year away from probably seeing the electric F one fifty. And it uh, the other thing that struck me, it looks like a truck, unlike uh, Tesla's uh, you know truck that they unveiled you know, months years ago now. Uh, this looks like you expect a pickup truck to look like. Yeah, I think that was uh, probably a conscious decision on the part of uh, the Rivian design team yeah. not to get, you know, not to go too crazy. The, the Cybertruck from Tesla is very polarizing. We saw that in our coverage. People either love it or they hate it. Um, and look, Rivian beat them to market. You know, mm-hmm. you're right. Cybertruck was announced uh, years ago. And we still have yet to figure out when they're going to deliver. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have some, I think, rather stiff competition in the capability of the Rivian R1T. If nothing else, it certainly uh, shows that this is a rapidly evolving industry that 10, 20 years from now is going to look very different than it does today, most likely. Again, uh, Motor Trend Head of Editorial Ed Lowe with us this morning. The Rivian R1T, their truck of the year. And where do we get more information on this vehicle? So for more information, the story is live right now on MotorTrend.com. You can also pick up the latest issue of Motor Trend. And uh, if you want to look into ordering one, you can go to Rivian.com. That's R-I-V-I-A-N.com.
Uh, Tis the season for holiday gift giving. And once again, uh, every year about this time, we speak with our next guest, uh, best-selling uh, award-winning author and tech expert Steve Greenberg. You've seen him on NBC's Today Show, Hallmark Channel's Home and Family, Dr. Oz, and more. Talking about great gifts for the holiday. And uh, Steve, first of all, thanks very much for joining us once again. We're going to tech the halls here, not deck the halls. We're going to tech the halls. And uh, to start off, we're going to switch it up a little bit. Uh, you have something for the furry members of our family. Even our pets are getting into technology, apparently. Absolutely. It's not just for the, the humans in the family. It's also for the furry members of the family. And I'm working with some terrific companies today to help give you a few gadget gift ideas. And first up, you mentioned that uh, for the furry member of the family. So I'm talking cats in this case. So for a multi-cat household, they will love this. This is called Fell Aqua Connect by Sure Pet Care. And it's a smart water bowl that can actually monitor the drinking habits of up to 32 different cats. So using the cat's microchip, it monitors how often they drink, how much they drink, and when they drink. And it's important to be aware of your cat's drinking behavior because veterinarians agree a change in drinking behavior is a serious health indicator in middle age and older cats. The Lockwell Connect is um, filter-free, no wires, no cables, dishwasher safe. Uh, you can learn a lot more about it at SurePetCare.com. You should point out that it can it can monitor for up to 30-some-odd cats. That's not to say that you should have 30-some-odd cats. That's Yeah, maybe I'm going out on a limb here, but I think 32 is a few too many. That but that's may be more. I don't know. That's a lot of cats. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want people I to have think. A very big house. I don't. Want, I, I don't want people to think that that's a goal that they should be shooting for. Uh, you no, also. No, I think that's. I, I think it's a little too many. That's just me. <laughs> you also have something here. It says for the hungriest member of the family. Well, I'm generally the hungriest member of the family, but uh, this is really great for the cook in the family. This is the Yumly Smart Thermometer. It's a must-have if you're making steak or fish, or turkey, or chicken, on the barbecue, stovetop, in an oven, or even an air fryer. This smart, totally wireless thermometer works with the Yumly app and Bluetooth, so you can keep an eye on the food from up to 150 feet away. This way you can hang with your guests and still know when to flip those steaks. With the multi-pro feature, you can actually monitor up to four different steaks at the same time. So if Uncle Phil wants medium rare and Grandma Becky wants well done, not a problem. This wireless leave-in thermometer is currently on sale with free shipping for $89 at Yumly.com. All right. Uh, you've also got something, and this is really going to resonate with a lot of folks, especially right now, uh, something to help us save money. What you got here? Well, saving money is always important, and the government estimates that we're each going to spend about $541 on tech gifts this holiday season, not 542 541 <laughs> And so uh, T-Mobile is working to bring that number down to zero because, get this, they are offering the iPhone 13 for nothing, zero, zilch. New and existing customers can trade in an eligible device on T-Mobile's most popular plan, Magenta Max, and get an iPhone 13 for nothing. All they do is pay the sales tax with limited with unlimited data on the largest 5G network plus exclusive benefits and perks. This is definitely, definitely a hot deal. So let's say that I've got uh, more folks on my list. These are great ideas, but I've got more folks on my list, and uh, I, I have somebody that, that loves tech, uh, but I'm just not sure what to get them. Where do I go? Well, I'm actually wearing a pretty cool tech gift, one that I actually like a lot for, for a tech person, I think. It's, it's a heated shirt by Venture Heat. Now, this is the only heated base layer on the market that actually moves and flexes as you do. There are no bulky pads or panels. It has high, medium, low settings in three zones, shoulder, back, and stomach, a rechargeable battery that you can pop out and put back in. It lasts six hours on low, two hours on high, and you can use the battery pack to uh, charge your smartphone as well. And it even you can toss it in the washer and dryer. Uh, normally about $150 is on sale this month from $99 to about like $134 at VentureHeat.com. Now that uh, is awesome. If you've got somebody uh, who's that's the perfect gift for someone who has everything, because I guarantee they don't have that. I, and I, honestly, I, you know, on a 
cold winter day, yeah. uh, it keeps you nice and toasty. I, I'm always cold, and it really does help me out a lot. So I, I highly recommend it. That is all kinds of awesome. Again, uh, award-winning author, tech expert Steve Greenberg with us this morning with some uh, great gadgets and tech ideas for the folks on your list. Uh, and by the way, want to mention this real quickly, get the plug in. You are the host of the uh, YouTube game show, What the Heck Is That? Tell us about this, where folks can check this out. It's a fun, if you love gadgets, uh, you'll love this show. It's basically a panel show where panels ask yes or no questions to try to find the identity of a mystery gadget. We've put up a, at least the 40-plus episodes already. If you go to gadgetgameshow.com or just look, search it in, uh, in YouTube, the name of the show is What the Heck Is That? But it's also listed under Gadget Game Show. Check it out. Uh, we've got some, uh, some, some guest panelists who have some celebrity background to them, so it's fun to see who, how they guess. And if you think you know your gadgets, uh, I'll see if you really do or not. So check <laughs> it out. A lot of fun stuff there. And most of the products are mom and pop uh, kind of consumer, you know, fun small products that are out there to buy but you may not have heard of. So maybe you'll find a couple of gift ideas in that list as well. So check out what the heck is that on YouTube. Go to GadgetGameShow.com. That is awesome. Uh, Steve, thanks very much for taking the time. Happy holidays to you. My pleasure. If you want more information on anything I talked about here today, you can go to my blog at SteveGreenberg.tv. Click on blog. And Chris, happy holidays to you and yours. We interrupt this program to bring you a broken news alert. Today's update on the odd and unusual side of the news brought to you as a public service, more or less, of Hancock County Veterans Services. COVID news in the broken news. A man in New Zealand is uh, in a little bit of uh, hot water after receiving as many as 10, count them, 10 COVID-19 vaccinations in one day, all on behalf of other people. According to the country's Ministry of Health, uh, the New Zealand's uh, national news outlet reports it is believed the man was paid to get the shots in the names of other people who wanted to enjoy the privileges granted to vaccinated people in that country, but didn't want to get the shots. <laughs> the uh, vaccine program manager for the New Zealand Ministry of Health, Astrid Kurniff, says the department is taking this very seriously and health officials are working with law enforcement to investigate the situation. Medical experts also note that this is not a safe thing to do as there is no research into the side effects someone would have after receiving that much vaccine. Wow. <laughs> I wonder how much he was paid. It does not say. The report doesn't say how much money he got for this, but you would have to pay me an awful lot of money to get 10 COVID-19 vaccines. Don't do that. Uh, let's see. Christmas news. They broken news. This is not what most people would ask for. Their Christmas tree. The owner of a reptile rescue service in South Africa was called to the home uh, of a uh, resident in the uh, Western Cape area after family spotted a ven venomous boomslang snake in their Christmas tree. A venomous snake slithering around their Christmas tree. <laughs> so if uh, Santa brings good presents uh, to, you know, uh, brings presents to the good little boys and girls and coal to the bad little boys and girls, what does a snake mean? <laughs> a snake in your tree. What does that mean? Uh, Jerry Hines says he arrived home and uh, 90 minutes after he uh, got back, he found the uh, snake uh, slithering in the branches. He posted a video uh, of the uh, snake, and uh, uh, apparently he grabbed the snake himself with a uh, pair of tongs. <laughs> I wouldn't go anywhere near that thing, but uh, he uh, grabbed it with a uh, pair of specialized prongs and later uh, posted another video of him releasing the serpent into the wild. He said the incident is the first time he has been called to remove a snake from a Christmas tree. Wow. That is... Hmm. It's in uh, South Africa. 
thankfully, not in this country, but check those trees before you bring them into the house. A snake in the tree. Um, in Pennsylvania, Rustrever Township Police say a tractor-trailer driver, semi-truck driver, has been charged with uh, DUI and uh, several other things after he crashed his truck along Interstate 70. The crash happened early uh, in November. The truck went off the eastbound side of I-70, down a hill, and into some trees. Uh, Orelbus Iglesias, age 26, was driving the truck. Witnesses said he could be seen getting out of the truck after the crash and then taking his clothes off, stripping completely naked. (laughs) When police arrived, they found the truck wrecked, the driver naked. They also found a loaded gun that he had no permit for in the cab of the truck. (laughs) Uh, This guy apparently was trying to figure out how many ways can I get in trouble in one day? (laughs) How many ways can I get in trouble with the law today? Uh, He was uh, taken to the hospital after the crash. Uh, And then while he was at the hospital, he gave police uh, a fake name and birth date. (laughs) The trucking company was able to, I did give the uh, uh, authorities his proper identification. He was arrested and faces several charges, uh, including DUI, reckless driving. Um, There's uh, lying to the police about uh, your identity. (laughs) Indecent exposure. (laughs) The gun charge, of course. How many ways can I get into trouble today? (laughs) Man. Uh, This is kind of interesting. Uh, in uh, Maryland, Chelsea Eline, or Eline, I'm not sure how you pronounce it, E-L-I-N-E, Chelsea Eline, has lost every court battle so far after announcing her intentions to go topless on a beach in Ocean City back in 2016. Um, she wanted to go topless. She said, guys can go topless, why can't women? Uh, she uh, has now... <laughs> filed a motion in hopes to bring her case before the Supreme Court for the U.S. Supreme Court. She hopes will uh, hear an appeal of this uh, latest uh, court decision. A lawsuit was filed in 2018 in the U.S. District Court in response to an emergency ordinance adopted the year prior that banned female toplessness on the beach. Um, Chelsea and her supporters have argued that women have the same rights as men to uh, burying their chests. So we'll see if the Supreme Court uh, actually agrees to take up this case. (laughs) We'll be following it very closely. Doesn't have, it just doesn't seem to have the stature of uh, (laughs) some other Supreme Court cases, but I can see where this would be a serious issue for some. We'll see. And finally, in the uh, broken news this morning... This is how you know you're having a bad day. This is a bad day. What should have been one of the happiest days of his life turned ugly for a groom who was robbed at gunpoint during his wedding reception. Police in Philadelphia say the victim was getting some fresh air during his wedding reception. He stepped outside to get some fresh air when he was robbed of his Rolex watch by two armed men. The groom, thankfully, wasn't injured, but the suspects were able to get away after the theft. Police are investigating a rash of armed robberies that have taken place in that same area of the city in recent weeks. But investigators have not said if this incident was connected to any of the others. (laughs) That is a bad day when you get robbed at gunpoint during your wedding reception. That is a bad day. There you go. Uh, That is uh, today's broken news report. This update on the odd and unusual side of the news brought to you as a public service, more or less, 
of Hancock County Veterans Services, we now return you to your regularly scheduled programming. WFIN has something very special for you this Christmas. We've put together a collection of old-time radio Christmas programs for your holiday enjoyment, and we've got the big names, Jack Benny, Bing Crosby, Red Skelton, and more. WFIN's Old-Time Radio Christmas, presented by Pete's Auto Service. A complete schedule of all shows with airtimes is available at WFIN.com. Join us for our old-time radio Christmas specials, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, 1330 W. WFIN, WFIN.com, and now at 95.5 FM. And now your daily download, the numbers behind the news and the statistics that shape our lives. If you are feeling run down lately, you are not alone. In a new survey, three in five Americans say they feel more tired now than they ever have. Three out of five. Sixty uh, percent. Now, this is a survey that was sponsored by Monster Energy, so keep that in mind. It was non-scientific, but it's interesting. 2,000 Americans were polled in this. 59% say that, they, say that spending so much time at home during the lockdowns has permanently sapped their get-up-and-go. Permanently. 56% say their sleep schedule has been messed up thanks to all of that lockdown time. And 55% say no amount of sleep helps them feel better. Nearly 70% of those polled blame working from home for mixing up their sleep cycle. And as a result, 58% say they feel disjointed and unfocused, the words that they use. In fact, for all of those who love working from home, nearly half miss the spontaneous conversations with coworkers, which gave them the energy that they now lack by working by themselves at home. 42% say the lack of a change of scenery is also draining. I did find that uh, during the course of the pandemic, when you just stare at the same four walls, you look out the window, it's the same view day after day uh, because you're home all the time. Yeah, that can be draining. Uh, Those who work from home also blame video conferencing for their loss of energy. Three and five say video chatting is even more draining than in-person meetings at work. (laughs) And 100% of those didn't realize that that was even possible. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But can you imagine you didn't think it was possible for something to be worse than boring in-person meetings and we find that video chatting can even be more draining? (laughs) 53% blame long work hours for being tired. And their reason they are so tired, 46% blame too much screen time. 36% say working from home has led to fewer breaks from work. After all, there's no need to get out of the office to go grab lunch with your coworkers when you're working at home. You can just jump over to the refrigerator, grab something to eat. Other studies have shown that employers have blurred the home and work boundaries, sending emails at all hours to which employees feel obligated to reply. 33% of the monster survey respondents say working from home means they don't get any alone time, noting that kids or their spouse are always around, and they say that is draining as well. So if you feel run down these days, you are not alone, and so much of it, not surprisingly, traces back to the pandemic. So the Consumer Technology Association estimates that sales of tech gifts this year will hit more than $140 billion, with a B, as in big bucks, $140 billion. Now, earlier in the program, we were talking about some fun gadget gifts for those you have yet to buy for. Tech expert Dave King joins us now with some ideas that are more on the practical side of things. For example, Dave, uh, certainly over the past year, we have become more mindful of the importance of self-care. And you say we can use technology to support that, right? You know, Chris, the great thing about this, when you think of self-care, you think of health care. And oral care is arguably the center point of that. What we have here is from Oral-B, the IO Series 8. This is an extraordinary toothbrush. What it does, it combines powerful yet gentle micro vibrations with unique and dentist-inspired round brush heads. 
So it delivers that wild feeling of a professional cleaning every single morning and every single night. But cool thing about this also is, is that it has a smart sensor on it, and it's a smart pressure sensor. What that does is make sure you don't brush too hard. The important thing is you want to brush, but this will prevent you from hurting your gums or taking away the enamel on your teeth. Another thing is it has AI recognition, which has an interactive platform, literally an app, right there on your smartphone hmm. to give you the best clean. It allows you to go around your mouth, and there's a two-minute timer there, but it's going to guarantee a complete clean. So that's how high tech is helping you stay healthy and get your teeth way you want them and keep your gums fresh too. There is uh, literally an app for everything. I think we've proven it here. Uh, again, along, <laughs> along the same lines, uh, remote work. Uh, this obviously has been a trend over the past year and a half. It is likely to continue for many American businesses, either part-time or full-time moving forward. What do you have for those who are working from home? Well, you know, working from home has forever changed. I mean, it used to be that, you know, it was a one-day kind of thing out of a year. You might get to work from home maybe once a quarter. Now, we constantly go back and forth between the office and home. So what you're doing is looking in for something that's going to upgrade that homework experience. And that's what we have here with the Poly Studio P5 kit with Sync 20. What it is is a professional-grade webcam. And I know you've been on, on uh, maybe you've been on sure. Zoom or what have you. Right. You somebody just looks great. And you're like, how did that happen? Well, they upgraded. And you can do the same thing. This Poly Studio P5 actually is optimized to 1080p resolution. So that's as good as it gets. So you're going to look good. But in addition, with the Sync 20, you're going to sound good, too. And you're going to hear them. And whether it's work or maybe the kids are home from school or college, or you're just talking to families around the country, around the world, this is truly the way to go, the Poly Studio P5 kit with Think 20. What about addressing the issues of productivity and efficiency while we are working from home, or really anywhere? Exactly. Wouldn't it be great if you had a keyboard that would just do all the things you wanted to do? You could change it so that... You could have it set up the way you want it to do. Well, that's what we have here with a happy hacking keyboard from Fujitsu Computer Products of America. Now, the name of it is the Professional Hybrid Type S, and this bad boy does it all. First of all, it's about 60% smaller than the standard keyboard. But as I mentioned earlier, you can actually customize it. And additionally to being able to customize it, you can actually have comfort like never before, and it's Bluetooth-enabled, so it's powerful, it's lightweight, but more importantly, it does the work, does the things you want. Again, that compact size is going to be great when you're out and about. Maybe you're on a plane, uh, maybe you're out and uh, working on vacation. This is great. 60% of the size of the keyboard, but you've, you sacrifice nothing in terms of productivity. That is cool. Uh, as we mentioned, $140 billion in tech sales this season. More than 190 million adults uh, plan to purchase tech items this holiday season. Let me pick your brain for a little bit of advice. How do we make sure that we're, we're getting the right gift at the best price? I mean, that's one of the things. You know, we all want the best price, but you know, we read ads. We don't know if it's the best price. What if it's better price, you know, maybe... 10 miles down the road or at another store you're not aware of, you might ask that person who always is in the know. But wouldn't it be great if you had 12 million people in the know? That's what Slick Deals is all about, slickdeals.net. This is a community that supports the shoppers. No one's selling anything, but it's about shoppers for shop shoppers. So shoppers are out there. They're, getting the, they're betting the products. They're reviewing the products. They're letting people know where the best deals are, where to find them, how to get them, and their own personal experience on a wide array of products. Again, 12 million people on this one. Plus, let's say there's one specific thing that you're looking for. You can actually do a deal alert, a deal alert on Slick Deals, and it will let you know when that product is available and if it's on sale somewhere and where it is on sale. Some great stuff, great uh, tech gifts and tech tools to get those tech gifts. Again, uh, tech expert Dave King with us this morning. Where do we get more information on all of this? 
Just go to Facebook and check me out at Dave King TV. Dave, thanks very much. Happy holidays. And to you as well. Take care. And that will put a wrap on our podcast for today. Thanks to all of our guests for joining us on the program this morning. Remember, you can get more information on all of the topics that we talk about each day on the show at our webpage. And that, of course, goodmornings.net. Coming up tomorrow, why shipping delays and supply chain issues could lead to a rash of unsafe toys under the tree this year. The Industry Association is sounding the alarm about potentially dangerous fakes ahead of the holiday. We'll have details. Until tomorrow morning, that is Good Mornings for this morning. Now that you've had a good morning, go on out and make it a good day. We'll catch you back here tomorrow.